you ready this morning? Ask your neighbor. So we are speaking about the 10 most important things. Why you need to serve. Servolution. And that is one of the things, if you want to be great, turn to somebody and say, if you want to be great in 2022, start serving. Ooh. No, no, that one didn't listen. Turn to somebody else. Say, if you want to be great in 2022, start serving. Now, greatness doesn't come through a title, through a position, and through being famous. It comes through serving. Come on, people. We are living in a generation where everybody wants to be famous. If you ask people, what do you want to do? I want to be famous. No, I know famous people that have no hope because they don't know Jesus. And this is the things that we were sharing. And we're going to finish with the 10 requirements. Now, one thing about the Word of God, and they can put the scripture up, Colossians chapter 1, 16. Because we spoke on the first Sunday and the reasons that we need to to serve is number one, I was created for service. And this is what the Bible says, for by him were all things created that are in heaven that and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him, by God, and Turn to your husband and say, I have great news for you. I was not created first for you. Turn to your wife and say, neither do I. We were first created by God for God. Come on, people. What is true Christianity? True Christianity is not that I say, I know Jesus. True Christianity is love God and love people. How must I love God? With my whole heart. All of my mind. All of my strength, there's action involved when I love God. And then love people. Because if you really love people, you want nobody to go to hell. And then the second one that we did was that I am saved for service. Second Timothy 1.9, they don't need to put it up, says, It is God who saved us and chose us for his holy work. Say, you have been chosen. God saved us. He saved us because he chose us for his holy work. And then the third one that we were sharing by word, and uh, that was so powerful, I am called to service. I'm called. If you were called, if you were years ago in South Africa, uh, when you turned 16, 17, you are called in the army. And if you don't pitch up, The next moment, the military police is there to take you to the DB. They don't care to say, well, it's a religious thing. I'm a jolly witness. I mean, a Jehovah witness. That's why I cannot. No, no, no. You're going to prison. And you see, this is the thing. God is raising up a powerful army on the face of the earth. Not a superstar. All these superstars is going to come down. It's through the body who is available. Because in Mark chapter 10, 45, Jesus made a powerful statement. And uh, 
because I'm called to serve for even the Son of Man came not to have service rendered to him. Now listen who says that. God manifest in the flesh. The one who says, I am the light of the world. I am the door. I am the good shepherd. I am the everlasting. I'm the beginning and the end. He said he did not come in human form on the face of the earth to be served. He came to serve, to give his life as a ransom for instead of many. And that's what we need to understand this morning. We have the perfect model Jesus. Say, Jesus is my model. And if he's my model, he served. He served. He served. Oh, my word. Philippians 2, 5. And uh, then we looked at also number four. I'm gifted for service. God gave you a gift. You can play music. You can sing. You are friendly. You can welcome people. You can park cars. There's nobody parking cars in South Africa like the group that's here at the 8 o'clock and, and the next service. My word, I've never seen people so excited. Come on. And this is phenomenal. Because let the same attitude and purpose and humble mind be in you. Where must it be? In me. Say in me. He says, which was in Christ Jesus. Let him be your example in humility. <laughs> Let him be your example in humility. The gifts God gave you is to serve. Well, I'm going to make money with my gift. Elvis also thought so. He was a born-again Assemblies of God boy, and he died of an overdose of drugs. God never gave you that gift to make only money. He gave you first the gift to glorify God. Come on, somebody. Number five, Jesus command us to serve. It's an instruction. And when he gave us the instruction, we need to do it. Say, it's an instruction. And then number six, my church family needs my service. We, we are members of each other. Look at somebody and say, <laughs> my word, stop being my roommate and become a member of me. Because we are hands and feet of one body, Christ's body. And we live on the face of the earth if you're just a roommate with your next body. We are fitted together. Look at your own body. You've got fingers and hands and knuckles and elbows and a neck. And you've got eyes and a nose and mouth and nose hair. And how older you get, my word, you can make a ponytail later with them if you don't cut them. But they're all there for a divine purpose. Ay, ay, ay. Kumbaya, my Lord, kumbaya, your people are sleeping, my Lord, kumbaya. No, I know you're just quiet because the word goes in deep. And then number seven, because I owe everything to Christ, you don't 
even over the, the oxygen you breathe in. The cars, the houses, your false teeth with the diamonds, everything belongs to God. One phone call, one doctor diagnosis, one sickness can change your whole view about how you live. You're dependable on God. That's the problem in this nation and in the nations. As long as things are going very well and money flows and we have status, we drive and compare with the Jones and drive the best car. They bought a C180 Mercedes-Benz 2022 and to show them a point, you're going to buy a a 500 SL Mercedes-Benz. You cannot afford it, but you just need to prove something. See, this is the problem we have on the face of the earth. And then people say, I don't need God. I work for my own money. Oh, who gave you the ability to do it? It's God. Without him, I can do nothing. Do you remember that old song? I'd be like a ship without a sail. You remember? Now, that's many years ago. If you know that song, you're quite up in there, you know. You're like me, recycled youth. And uh, because why do I need to serve? I owe everything to Jesus Because he showed me how he came to serve and pay the highest price with his blood and his life. And we pick up this morning in number eight. Why do I need to serve? Serving makes my life meaningful. People say, I have no value. Start serving. Nobody sees me. Start serving. Nobody cares for me. Start serving. I feel so far away from God. Start serving and you'll discover how close you're going to be to God. Because and everything we say we back up with scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 58. And uh, my word. It says, therefore, my beloved brethren, speaking to Christians, they had the same problem that time. He says, be firm, steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. In the what? In the work of the Lord. Always being superior, excelling, doing more, excelling, doing more than enough in the service of the Lord. What must I do in the service of the Lord? More than enough. (laughs) Oh, my word. He says, knowing and being continually aware that your labor in the Lord is not fertile. It is never wasted or to no purpose. Come on, somebody. This is the thing. Serving makes my life meaningful. The Good News translation says, keep busy in your work for the Lord. Since you know that nothing you do in the Lord's service is ever without value. You're the answer for somebody's prayer. You're the solution for somebody's dilemma. When you start serving. Now, ooh, I, I serve God too long. I must be served. No. You will never, you can say you serve God too long. Because we live in a generation that's everything is selfish. It's all about me. It's all about how I can. And then when we are hurt and full of uh, spiritual pain and childhood pain and this stuff, people go through stuff 
tough stuff. Then it's all, I will not, I will not, I will not, I'm not going to do it. Because most people see serving as abuse. I've never preached in my whole life. And I've preaching many years from 19 foot sack. Listen, I preach that somebody must say thank you. People do that. Or preach for acknowledgement. I never do that. There's more powerful people that sit here that can preach much better than I. I preach because I need to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. So what is ministry? It's work. What is the apostle, prophet, teacher, evangelist, shepherd, and pastor there for? To equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Ephesians chapter 4. Now this is the thing. Because it is never wasted or to no purpose. You must, people. This is the thing. I must serve so that my life can be meaningful. Meaningful. For people to have a meaningful life, I watch at a time, botch, when medical people messed up persons, ladies and everybody. There's a young man. When, what's his name? Uh, what's her name? Bobby. Bobby and Ken. He's a replica of Ken. He that spent hundreds and thousands of US dollars. The last time I saw him, he wants to take out his ribs. So that he can have a little small thingy key. Waste. People do crazy stuff. There was a 23 lady from the Ukraine that went to America. She already looks like a wax doll. Now her navel sits in the wrong spot. She wants to shift him. The, the doctor said, we're not going to cut on you. Because people get addicted for pain. And here we ask children of God, where Jesus said, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. And we passive and not doing anything. I wonder why we sometimes so miserable. It's because we're not fulfilling the function in the body. Poison went in my love notes when spiders bit me. And I had a bad deal. I was bitten four times on two occasions. And have you discovered if one part of your body is not functioning, how does the rest of the body feel? Okay, let's make it easy. If you get a headache, can you function? No. Now, if we have a headache and it's here, the headache is not in your feet and in your fingers and in your knees and in your mouth. It's here. In the natural, we don't operate. Because something in my body is affecting the whole body. That's what Jesus said. You see, we don't think about body. We think about me. No, you are a body part. You belong to each other. Turn to somebody say, at last I found my body part. But please first say it for your own husband and own wife before you say it for the neighbor.
Because this is the thing. Serving makes my life meaningful. I knew and know great, great people. But you know who stick with me. Some names that has disappeared in life. That I've seen. But when I was a child. My pastor didn't have much. The Brits pastor. The one that led me to the Lord. And that is 50 something years ago. If I close my eyes. It's like I see him. He impacted my life so much. Bigger than any other professor or anybody did. Why? Because he loved me to Jesus. And he had a thing. That's why you will see, I will walk in services and greet, greet everybody, stand there. Where did I get that from? Because I'm a Baptist. No, the Baptist preachers or a new apostolic. No, we were there also when I was a child. Because I've learned through him to love and believe in people. He impacted my life the most. I know him for his sweetness, and I know his wife for the harshness. That's the one that grabbed me on my neck. People will acknowledge you when you start serving. I remember my great one teacher, Jefro Faber. Now she's nearly 90. She's a blow rocky. And I can tell you how she cared for me. Because I went to school. I turned October 5. And January the 7th. I was in school in grade 1. Kijkenmoord. And I was this frail little skinny little boy. And she always. You know. There was something about her. And I remember it until today. I think some of you cannot even remember your great one teacher. So this is the thing. Serving makes my life meaningful. And service is a game changer. It's a game changer when I start serving. I don't need to be highly anointed and highly educated. And No, it asks action how to do it. Get yourself involved and do it. It's amazing. Now, <laughs> number nine. I will be, why must I serve? Gustav, what's this nonsense? I'm going to give it to you. I will be held accountable for my service. I can see some of you say, I know there's a catch in this. No, the catch is, the Bible says, that we're all going to stand one day before God. Romans chapter 14 verse 12. It says, listen. Each of us will have to give a personal account to God. That translation says, and so each of us shall give an account of him or herself. Give an answer in reference to judgment to God. When I stand before the Lord, then I can say, no, Lord, it was Nolan. I used myself this morning, for me, and, and, and Nolan is good. Or I'm going to say, oh, no, it was that one, and Malema, and Saddle Ramaphosa, and Evie de Clerk, and Crocodile Buerta. That's P.W. Buerta. And the Lord said, no, 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 you've got nothing to do with them. 
they're going to stand before me later. I'm asking you personally, what did you do with your life? Lord, I had so much problems. What? I gave my word. What did you do with your life? And God's going to ask it, and then I'm going to say, God, (laughs) this is it. You got a bargain. I gave my life to Jesus. And the Lord said, and what then? And then I pull out the, 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 the ticket, the return ticket from hell and say, God, look here. I escape hell. I have the ticket. I have the ticket because I accepted you. Then God's going to say, and what else? That's the basis why you're here on the face of the earth. Come on, people. Because God will ask, did you serve me? Yes, Lord, I went now and then to church. Well, did you serve me? Yes, Jesus, I know you. No, did you being a servant by serving my body? Guess who wash your feet? Your hands. You don't stand there and say, Foote frot ma. Stink ma meer as wat jylle stink. Sien hoe jy gaan skoon kom. See how you're gonna get clean. Wash yourself, feet. No. You use your hands. If your nose start running, what do you use? Your hands. Somebody said they used their shirt. Listen, I will be held accountable by God. Now, God, sometimes I went to church, and this is not what God's asking. He said, you need to be there. Don't neglect the gathering because that can be sin. Everything that's not of faith, sometimes you need to have faith to go to church. Especially if people say, do you preach this morning? And I said, well, whoever, they say, if you preach, we're not coming. Is there a lady preaching? We don't believe in lady preachers. You know, that's nonsense. Now, people will have, they're in trouble. They're in big trouble. Here we can get away with it. Oh, I don't like your church. I like you, Jesus, but I don't like your church. It's like telling Sal Ramaphosa, our president, Mr. President, I like you, but I cannot stand your wife. What do you think is going to happen to you? See, this is the, the, the thing that we need to grasp is that to, to be a child of God is more than just say Jesus, just say Karasabanda, Kriniva Tires. It's more than that. It's to show I can serve. Because people, God's going to ask us with this valuable life you have, what did you do with it? The talents was dish out five, two, and one. The five moved with these, the two moved, and the one said, listen, the accusation. He said, I know you're a hard man. You reap where you didn't sow. And I was afraid I'm going to lose it. I buried it, and here's it back. And Jesus said in that parable, you're lazy, unfaithful 
servant. Tie his hands and cast him out. And he gave the one to the one who had five, now ten. And that's where the scripture comes in. If you use what you have, you can get what you want. Let me come in for a land. Let the musicians come. The number 10 is, I will not only give account, I will be rewarded for my service in eternity. There's a reward. Say there's a reward. Say you're going to be rewarded by God for what you did. Because the Bible says, and Jesus used the example in Matthew chapter 25 and 23. Listen what Jesus said. Matthew 25, 23. His master said to him, Well done, you upright. You're honorable. You're admirable. And you're faithful servant. You have been faithful and trustworthy over a little. I will put you in charge of much. Enter into and share the joy, the delight, and the blessedness which your master enjoy. I will be rewarded for what I did on the face of the earth. And that person that Jesus was speaking a parable was about serving, service. Come on, somebody. Because in John chapter 12, 26, Jesus said, My Father will honor anyone who serves Him. My Father. Now you have a choice. You can be honored by people or honored by God the Father. People ask me, and educated people, and apostles and people, give us two words. How did you get where you are? I said, Stay teachable. You don't know it all. I don't know it all. And stay humble. Pride is not I walk with my nose in the air and on my heels. Pride is when somebody wants to give you direction. He will give you correction. Because something we did wrong while we are where we are. But also things that we did right take us where we need to go help me he says if anyone serves me he must continue to follow me what must I do follow Jesus he didn't say follow the person we have too many people that's people worshippers he says he must follow me to cleave steadfastly to me Conform wholly to my example in living. That's Jesus speaking. My example in living. And if need be, in dying. And wherever I am, there will my servant be also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor me. The Father will honor you. The Father will honor him. There's honoring coming. Because when you start serving. Now family, this is so important. When we read that, people say, there's surely a misprint in that scripture. <laughs> Can never be me. 
because I have all these mistakes. I come my life journey through and I battle. And uh, all the other excuses, Pastor, I will come and serve. Let me first sort out my family. When I feel better. No, bring that unsorted family out now. Rahab was a prostitute. And the Afrikaans translation says, she, the moment when she was engaged in, she was already, she was busy with her activity. And then she got sorted out. You say, Rahab! Don't you worry, she made the Bible. You were going to even read about her in Hebrews chapter 11. Our names are hidden somewhere in there. Don't wait to say, I first want to sort out my son and my daughter and my wife and my husband. No. Bring them. Serve God. There's not a safer place than the presence of God. That people can be sorted out. Come on, somebody. Because in that John chapter 12, 26, Jesus said, If anyone serves me, he must continue to follow me, to cleave steadfastly to me, confirm wholly to my example in living. That's why we say Jesus is our model. If need be in dying and when, wherever I am, there will my servant be also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. There's a word this morning. Urgency. Clarion call from heaven. Satan wants to rewrite your life. Satan wants to turn truth into half a truth that becomes a complete lie. He knows how powerful. He knows there's a promise. The Father will honor you. He wants to rob you that God will honor you. He wants to rob you and he wants to rob God because you bring pleasure to God on the face of the earth. We were created by God for God. Thou hast created all things. The book of Revelation. For thou hast created all things and for thy pleasure they have been created. Satan doesn't want you to bring pleasure. He doesn't want God to honor you. He wants you to rob God from the uh, opportunity to bless you. I must understand. I was created to be served. I was born again to be served. I'm called to be served. I'm here to serve the family. You're here to serve God's family. And what I do, I need to do it as unto the Lord. I can preach for one person and I can preach for multitudes. It doesn't affect my way. I'm not threatened. This is the closing, the urgency. What does the word urgency means? Importance. And it required swift action. Young man that came to the meeting a year ago, I asked Renier to take care of him and follow him up. And last Saturday morning, Saturday nights, 
They found him dead. A terrible car accident. They don't know if he was murdered. They found him on the back seat. The car is a wreck here at Raal. But the testimony came, thank you for what Loftal, the impact Loftal had on his life. He started even sharing the Bible with his family. The family is not saved. That's the testimonies. We have phenomenal people as I speak this morning. Uncle Henry has a pram. And he pushed that pram with the sound system to Den Kruen Farm where we have a fast service. We have multiple services today. Before Uncle Abe, uh, Uncle Henry does that, Uncle John, he's now in the 70s. He shacked up with a woman years ago. She came to Big Loftal and she gave her heart to the Lord. She went back that Sunday morning and she said, I'm not going to stay with you. If you don't want to go to heaven, I'm not going to hell with you. I'm not going to drink and do these things any longer. And he got so angry, he said, I'm coming to church tonight, to the conference center, to sort out the preacher that caused this. Uncle John was sitting in the previous, uh, up here. He said a few chairs away, place packed to capacity a Sunday night. Spirit of the Lord came upon me and I started ministering to him. Said to somebody with a lung condition, it was him. He was on the death list to die. He had different body conditions. I said, start running. He started running and God healed him. And he started preaching. He walked, not a bicycle, not a taxi, not Uber. Miles. They're going to preach at the Cruen Farm to get people saved and transformed through serving. They never complained, never asked for anything. Always said, I'm doing it because what Jesus did for me. We have ladies in the kitchen there at LWBC. Volunteer people. They came. And they're still there. And they serve. Auntie Hester, she served. Her husband was shot, shot in front of her. In Vereniging, tell somebody, say, please stay away from Vereniging and Gauteng. She moved to Cape Town and she starts serving. Start serving. It's when I start serving with my gift, my talent, that the Father is going to honor me. And this morning in this meeting, Jesus showed us how important it is. And James came, and that's the last scripture. And I'm making altar call for each person in this building. But be doers of the word. Look in brackets. Obey the, obey the message. There's a reward for obeying. But there's also a reward for not obeying. He says, obey the message and not merely listeners to it. Betraying yourself. How do you feel when somebody betrayed you? Do you know how many times we betrayed ourselves? That's why you're so unhappy. People say, I'm so unhappy. Become a doer of the word. Oh, pastor, I feel so far away from God. Become a doer of the word.
you'll discover how close you're going to be. He said, not merely listeners to it, but betraying yourself into deception by reasoning contrary to the truth. He didn't say the devil betrayed you. He didn't say the son Goman, the witch doctor. He said, you betrayed yourself. Now, this is God's word. It's not a Gustav thing. It's God's word. Verse number 23. He says, For if anyone only listens to the word without obeying it and being a doer of it, he's like a man who looks carefully at his own natural face in a mirror. 24. And for the thoughtfully observe himself. And then goes off and promptly forgets what he was like. 25. But he who looks carefully into the faultless law, the law of liberty, and is faithful to it and preserves in looking into it, be not a heedless, a heedless listener who forgets, but an active doer who obeys. He shall be blessed in his doing and in his life of obedience obedience how will I become blessed when I become a doer of the word when I start serving and this morning I want you to pray a phenomenal prayer and the prayer is going to be like this and take that person next to your take his hand if it's your husband and wife take hands if somebody sits next to you that's not your husband or wife that's okay take their pinky and you say let's serve together say let's serve together let's serve so what is the altar call you're gonna tell God God here I am what do you, God, want me to do for you? And God's going to go, what? Normally they ask, what will I do for them? God will say, immediately, pour out the blessing upon that person. Because he asked, what can I do for you? That's where true Christianity is. That's how the love of God has demonstrated that we know we are true disciples. People ask us, do you serve God? Yeah, they had Lofdal. That doesn't make me a disciple or wherever you say. What did Jesus said is the true sign. If you have love, one for another. And loving people automatically wants to serve brother if you go home ask your wife I said it last week lovey what can I do for you now I guarantee you she's gonna faint and it will be such a shock and you bring a water and a water and say, I'm here to serve you. Start serving people. Serve in the body. Serve each other. I said last week, listen, young girls, young men, 
Don't marry a man or a lady that doesn't serve in God's house. I guarantee you, they're not going to serve you in your house. Take somebody that serves and that does it with the right attitude, Jesus' attitude. He knew he's going to pay the highest price. Are you ready to pray and ask God this morning? Now, it doesn't help you ask him just and leave the building and think, oh, I did it to him. No, no. Put action to it. Put your name on the list there at the back. Now, it's not forcefully, just instruction from God. Because greatness comes through serving. That's how we serve the community. On the TV broadcast on CakeNet. Cake, Christ Cake. What's it? Christ Cake. We are the church in the community for the community. And if you're ready to pray this prayer this morning, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I'm not asking if you're a church member, a church goer, I ask, do you know Jesus Christ as Lord? If you don't know him, I want you to raise your hand because it's through Jesus that you can go to the eternal life in heaven. If you don't know him, this is your opportunity. And if you know him, will you this morning pray this prayer and tell God, God, what do you want me to do for you this morning? There's people that comes with Uber to the church. They serve. Come from Belhar. The other lady came out to the Bible school and that goes, what's her name? That came from where? Elsie's River. Estelle comes with Uber. She doesn't miss. She's at Big Loftal this morning. She doesn't miss a Monday night. She comes with Uber. It cost her a fortune because her life was changed. A few years ago, Ansel and myself were on the front page of the report, the newspaper with a little boy called 50 Cents. 50 cents life was impacted he came back now he's an adult this week he said I'm coming to serve because his life was impacted and if you know the history that that boy went through in his life it's horrific your story and my story sounds like a Mickey Mouse he sounds like a Rocky Horror show but we served him and he came to Jesus. And if you're ready to pray this prayer this morning, you can park a car, you can greet, you can be an usher, you can play music, you can just love people. You have a love to visit people. You can impact a lady, you can impact a man somewhere. I mean the men impact the men and the ladies impact the ladies. Uh, and uh, because don't say you say I can impact and then you impact, 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 impact. That nine months later, we sit with a lot of babies. Please don't do that. This morning, you're ready to pray this prayer. Say, God, what do you want me to do for you? If you're that person, will you stand with me right now? Father, we thank you. Because Jesus, the great I am, God manifest in the flesh, stood up from the table just before Judas sell him and he took a towel got on his knees and feet 
aking knees and hands took a bucket of water the one that's God manifest in the flesh and start washing and he said just as I have done you do also by serving serving Father I thank you I thank you this morning for this audience and this family here at Lofdal that are standing this morning and wherever they are viewing to say God I'm here to serve this morning what do you want me to do for you God I want to live close to you I want to be that vessel of honor I want that fire to burn in me so that the sick will be healed captive will be set free that your supernatural power will flow through me in serving ask the Lord ask it out loud that he can hear it say God what do you want me to do for you I thank you that I'm honored that you have chosen me above angels to be a servant on the face of the earth in Jesus name turn to somebody say thank you this morning for your servant heart promotion is coming your way like never before if you are sick in this ministry this morning raise your hand somebody's gonna lay hand if you suffer with depression you suffer with any you've got a family member that needs to be saved raise your hand God can do it his hands going up come on people walk to the person close by that's got his hands up that God will save stand in agreement claim lay hand of donkey donkey with Sam lay hands on that person pray for him wherever somebody raise their hand start praying this is ministry people start ministry to people in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ and we thank you right now for this opportunity that we can serve you hallelujah hallelujah do you know that song I give myself away we're gonna sing it we're gonna ask uh, Pastor Natasha to pray for us and release us Father God, we just come and we thank you for this word this morning, Father. Thank you, Father, that this is a word, Father, not just a, 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 any word, but a word that challenged us for greatness, Father God. Lord, Father, I pray that this word, Father God, will grow in our hearts, Father, and that we will go over into action and do mighty exploits for the kingdom of God, Lord, because we know it's not about us, but it's all about you, and it's about your people, Father. And as we leave this place, we are exiting these doors. We are entering into our mission field, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen. Amen. God bless you. Don't miss tonight. See you at 6.